0: Hello everyone, this is Joseph Mendoz with another video for virtualsheetmusic.com. So today I'd like to talk a little bit about tuning. Um, Now uh, there's a little bit of confusion I think, well maybe it's not confusion, but there's different different opinions about what's the best way to tune your cello. Now if you are a a beginner or you've only been playing for maybe 6 months to a year or something like that. You know the one of the easiest ways to tune your cello if you don't trust your ear yet is to just use a tuner um, now there's various apps that you can uh, download um, uh, you know uh, to to tune your cello and basically you know they just play an A and then you match that with your A they play a D and you match that with your D and then a G and the C and everything and so tuning can be pretty simple that way however uh, that does give you a very uh, particular kind of tuning. Now, I say kind of tuning. If, if an instrument's in tune, then it's in tune, right? Well, not really. There's there's different ways to tune the instrument that are going to get you slightly different results. Um, and it really depends on uh, using, well, which one you use really depends on your situation. Um, now, the, the, the old fashioned way to tune the instrument that really was the, probably the most popular for the longest amount of time was just, and, and it's still maybe the most popular today, is just to tune, learning how to uh, listen to the, the fifths. So, the first thing you would do is to either use a tuner or a piano or something, uh, even a tuning fork. I actually use a tuning fork myself uh, to tune the A first. So, you would tune the, uh, the A. And get it to match whatever source you're using. In an orchestra, it would be an oboe or something like that. And then you basically learn how the D string needs to sound when it's played together with the open A. Now, I, I can't. It's hard to describe that sound and learning what that sound is. Um, but the the fifth uh, interval has a very kind of special open consonant kind of sound where um, the two strings ring together uh, in a very nice, harmonious kind of way, Um, and uh, you can only really develop this really fine hearing for, for, for the fifth tuning only after a certain amount of time of playing the cello and understanding what that fifth really sounds like. And then, so once you've tuned the D to the A, then you tune the G string by comparing it to the D string, which is now in tune, and then the last one, of course, you tune C string uh, with, the, w- with the G string, using that, that fifth uh, um, relationship. Now another method uh, to tuning is using harmonics, which I believe is called, I think it's called the Pythagorean method, because Pythagoras invented, or didn't invent, but discovered Uh, These harmonic relationships of dividing the strings now if you don't know what a harmonic is already I'll just tell you real quick. It's uh, when you divide the string in half for example And you just touch the spot. This is actually the halfway spot between here and here And you just touch the spot without putting the finger down. You just kind of barely touch it And then you play you get a sound that is one octave higher than the open string Uh, Now, uh, if you touch another spot on another string, you can make that same sound. So you can divide the string into halves. You can also divide it into thirds. And so the, the third way distance from here to here, there's two spots. There's one here and there's one here. And you'll notice that it makes the same sound by touching the two spots. Again, that's because you're dividing it by a third, right? So now what you can do is, is you can take that half-point harmonic on the A string and then tune that to the the, the third point, uh, the, the one-third distance point there on the D string. So you can take those two and match them up. And then you can take these two and then take the dividing point, the midway dibi- dividing point on the D string, and then match it with the third on the G string. You'll notice it's, it's the same sound, roughly. And then that way. So now this harmonic tuning is, can be really helpful, actually, when you're sitting in an orchestra and there's a lot of noise going around you and you want to just kind of check quickly to make sure your instrument's not wildly out of tune. Um, it can be very helpful uh, for that. But as a tuning method, it's going to give you a different result. Slightly different results, not a huge difference, but a slightly different result than tuning with the fifths. Um uh, so uh it's important, for example, not to mix the two like if you're tuning like, like this and trying to get the harmonics to sound, and also at the same time trying to get the fifths to work, then I wish you luck because uh, you're you're not you're not really going to get things to work that way it's always the fifth will be kind of in tune, but the harmonics will be slightly out of tune, or vice versa the harmonics will be in tune and then the fifth will be slightly out of tune so It's better to kind of either pick one or or maybe use different tuning methods in different situations. Um, I, uh, myself, uh, greatly prefer, I I don't like using a tuner to tune, just personally, um, because this gives us what is called the equal-tempered Intonation, um, and this basically will make our C string um, a little bit, or our A string, the extremes of the instrument, a little bit out of tune. Um, so, so it, compared to the fifths, and I think the instrument itself, since it's based on fifths, resonates better. The whole instrument just resonates and sounds better when you've tuned it according to the, you know, to the fifths principle. There, just making sure that the the, the distance between the A and the D is right, the D and the G is right, and then the G and the C is right. Now, uh, so, so that means I don't really like to use harmonics to tune. However, I will teach that to students, because it is the easiest way, actually. Because, again, you get the same, you get the same sound. So at least you can get things very close being in tune with the harmonics, but not as good and not as resonant as when you're using the actual fits. Just something I usually teach a little bit later with with most beginners. Um, Now there are some situations where I'm going to do something slightly different, and this is one of these exceptions. Um, In a piece where, uh, for example, there is... um, either uh, it's a strings only piece like it's only the string section or it's a string quartet I'm going to tune in a particular way Um, I'm going to tune actually with what's called tight fifths now this is a very different style of tuning and what you do with tight fifths is is instead of tuning the fifth like that you cut the fifth in half up actually tuning in fourths. Now what this does is, is it raises up the bottom fifth just a touch, just the tiniest bit. And as you do this, as you tune, you'll notice that sounds a little flat, if you're picking that up. But, but this sounds a little flat compared to the open A, but when I play the fifths together it sounds much more harmonious, it's much more in tune. But why? Now, as I tune then, what's going to happen is, by the time I get to the C string, the C string's going to be just a tiny bit high. Um, and this is valuable, um, because it's going to then match well with notes on the violin. Because if you just tune in fifths, you're going to end up with an instrument that sounds really good by itself, but with other higher string instruments, it won't necessarily, the C string won't necessarily match with their E string. Now. Certainly we should require the violinist to then tune their E-strings a little bit lower, um, but good luck getting them to do that. So it's more our responsibility then to kind of take the, the, our, our lower end and try to just bump it up just a little bit. And again, just to, as a review, um, you want to make sure that you're touching then the midpoint harmonic on the D-string as you play the open A-string, and then tuning that and get those sounding really nice and clear and in tune with those fourths, um, then what you'll notice is, is that especially when you're playing in a string quartet or a string trio, you'll notice a big benefit. I played in a string quartet uh, quite actively for about five years. Uh, This was in my college years and then a little bit after I was out of college as well. Um, And uh, I always tuned with tight fifths and it helps the intonation of the ensemble. Uh, so much to tune that way. So even though my instrument wasn't perfectly in tune according to its own, uh, um, uh, uh, according to its own perfection, meaning, you know, that the, the, the fifths, uh, the the instrument wasn't resonating so well with itself, it was resonating so well with all the other instruments that were there. Uh, so I think that covers it. Yeah, so we, we talked about uh, tuning with a tuner, right, which is if you're you know, in that first six months or so, and and you're really scared about tuning, definitely use a tuner. You'll get things close enough so that you can kind of go from there. You'll have the e- equal tempered tuning, but so it won't be really the best tuning for the cello. It won't really sound the best, but it'll give you something at least so that you can kind of tune your cello. Um, what's maybe a little bit better is the harmonic tuning. <coughs> Um, just tuning with those midpoint harmonic on the upper string and then the third point, uh, one third distance harmonic on the other string, on the lower string, and then keep, keep going down like that. Um, but really, the best way is tuning with just the regular fifths. Um, uh, your instrument will sound the best uh, that way uh, just individually so for you know for example for concerto playing uh, whenever I play with piano I never do equal tempered tuning it just it's not worth it with the piano because pianos are even when they're in tune because they're equal tempered they're just a little bit out of tune Um, uh, so um, instead of fussing with that I prefer to just have the instrument sound really nice and make whatever adjustments I may need to make with my left hand um, and then it, with string quartets and with st- other larger string ensembles, I always tune with the tight fits, which is touching the fourth on the lower string as I play just the open string above and getting, getting the instrument in tune that way. So as you can see, uh, tuning's a fairly complicated issue. Um, so uh, it's, it's something definitely worth thinking about and worth practicing. Um, But if you're a beginner, don't sweat it. Use the tuner. Totally fine. Um, But uh, as you progress, you'll notice that a desire for a little bit more resonance in in your instrument uh, can be met by really learning what these fits sound like. And again, I can't describe it to you, unfortunately. It's one of those things that's very intuitive for most cellists once they reach a certain point in their development. I hope that was helpful. Um, If you have any questions, please leave them down below, not on YouTube, but on the virtualsheetmusic.com website. Um, There I will have a chance to reply to them. Uh, Also, I teach uh, online lessons, so if you're interested in that, um, I might be able to fit you in somewhere. (laughs) Uh, So uh, go ahead and contact me uh, for that through my website, uh, cellojunkie.com. And... uh, yeah, I, I think that's. I think I touched on everything I wanted to touch on. So once again, this has been Joseph Bendos for VirtualSheetMusic.com.